And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's the event you've all been waiting for. We're the Thunder Jumps, and we have the power! Alright, let's go. Oh uh, yeah, welcome to Thunderdumps, dudes, where we take the latest in pop culture, mash it up, put our own little personal spin on it, and you like it. This is Eric. And this is Andrew. We back. And it feels like summer. Sorry. It actually, well, actually, summer still. It does finally actually feel like summer here because we had the hottest day of the year yesterday and today, which mm. is great. But it also meant we had uh, the craziest thunderstorm I have ever seen in this country. Uh, like, mm. like I said, like during this last week, I've been like moving to a new apartment. Uh, so it means like going back and forth between these apartments. And whenever, whenever I was coming back here today to record the podcast with this internet connection, there's so many trees down everywhere. And we're not talking like little branches. We're talking big, major trees. Like there was like so much damage down here. So summer's here, but it's here with an impact. Oh, take that. Well, let's see. What was my impact? Uh, going to see movies, so <laughs> I don't fucking care about trees. Because so I'm, I'm in a dark room. Yes. Oh, my God. So, yeah, we got lots of shit to talk about. We got to review a couple movies. We got to talk about Voltron, baby. Oh, yes. And we got to have an amazing debate about what was shittier, the oh, Star Wars prequels sure. or The Hobbit. But we'll see. We'll save that to the end. Yes, we'll save that to the end. Definitely. So that way you can you guys can listen to all the good stuff first, then you can listen to us <laughs> scratch our balls about, about, yeah. about those six movies. <laughs> oh god, there were six. Oh no. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, I guess we can also talk about how many there should have been, but none. So let's start with the good stuff. Yeah. Voltron oh, my Defender god. of the uh, Universe was back. So, uh, you know, you know what the, well, kind of, because yes, we only, like we mentioned before, we only got seven episodes this time, and we're going to get uh, seven uh, October sometime, I think it was, um, but let's... Dude, I, I, think, I think we only got six. Was it only six? I can't remember. But let's be honest. Yeah. I was fucking happy with six. They were great. Well, it was pretty amazing. So, if you have Netflix, you know, season three of Trying to just came out last friday i've seen them all already and <clears throat> for only six episodes it is perfectly contained in a nice little arc. oh for sure so like it doesn't leave you cliffhanging like wait until october which is when the next like voltron is fucking dude yeah i mean like like we discussed this issue with uh castlevania like, those four episodes mm-hmm. that we only got, it just, it wasn't enough. It didn't feel right. Um, you know, Voltron didn't suffer that problem. Like, all the episodes were still great. They yeah. were still fun. You know, <clears throat> and, like, you know, of course, animation is still great. The other, like, whenever you talk about, like, different kinds of shows, there's always, like, the main, let's just say the main character of the show. And technically, you would think Voltron is the main character of the show. But we discussed about the previous seasons that they didn't form them every season and it was fucking great and yeah. you know, spoiler alert if you haven't seen the first two seasons Shiro wasn't there or well wasn't there for like he went missing this last episode of season two which meant that they couldn't form mm-hmm. Voltron and they had to just find out 
how they were going to do that. You know, who was going to take the, the head, who was going to take, you know, whatever. The ass. The ass, yeah, basically. <laughs> and, um, and, I, and, I'll, and I'll form the cock. <laughs> yeah, so we can fuck them. Blitz boner. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, like it just it, it showed again that they didn't need to keep forming Voltron. The jokes were still there. They were still great. You know, good job, Voltron. Uh, I'm excited for what's to come later on in October, but, you know, this was actually enough to keep me going. Yeah, so, I, feel, I feel like right now you could just take the way this part one of season three ended. If you didn't know anything about Voltron, you could just, but you watched, like, the original series in the 80s or something like that, mm-hmm. you could tune in in October when the new episodes come out and just be ready. Oh, for sure. Because by the end... This episode, they've now caught us up on Zarkon and Hagar's backstory, which was fascinating. Um, They have the original placement of lions and paladins. Correct. And that was pretty cool how they did that. Um, They even, even, I mean, this is not really a spoiler. It's just something to look forward to. They gave us Sven. Oh, my God. Yeah. Sven was in the house. How cool was that? Yeah. There's like a. You there, buddy? Yeah, I lost you for a second. Uh, I, yeah. I lost you with your back. It's good. Now, like I was saying, like, they introduced, like, a lot of new shit just to keep you going. Like, even if they, like, didn't provide those kind of things, it still would have been great. You know, but all those tiny little things that they added, it, it was great. So, I'm happy with oh, the yeah. result. Yeah, you always heard about, you know, Voltron was this big deal back in the day. Then they had to split it up and hide them, blah, blah, blah. And then they dedicated a whole episode to actually showing how that all went down. Mm-hmm. And it was so cool. Yeah. Um, I love, you know, and, and, you know, they've got the, they threw it back to how it was in the 80s with the, the lions and their pilots. That was cool. It worked. I was a little nervous to see how that would work out, but yeah. I liked what they're doing with it. And they finally introduced uh, Lotor. Yes. And he is awesome. Yeah, he's he such is. a good bad guy. Yeah, because what I loved about him was like when he first shows up, you know, like somebody's trying to challenge him to take over the throne, and he like kicks his ass, and then he's like, you know what, this shit doesn't work anymore. Like just trying to beat the crap out of people and make them, you know, worship you, it doesn't work. And then he decides he's like, you know what, I'm just gonna be smart about it. I'm just gonna offer a friendship, and but still be really evil, you know. So it was it was cool. He's he's very charismatic, and mm. he's got his own little crew of warriors slash you know slight goofballs. It, it seems like the you know like one of those mirror episodes where you got to fight an evil yes. reflection of yourself. You've got Shiro and the Paladins, you've got Lotor and his little crew. Um, they're cool. Like like moments that they spend with with Lotor and his his uh his people. Like it's it's, it's fun. Like I like them too now, and yep. you know, and they're not quite as evil. Maybe, maybe they've got different reasons for doing things. So it gets a little gray, and it's brilliant. Like these six episodes again. You know, I just wish there were more sooner. But I mean, October is going to be a great month. Um, Lotor, or, I mean, sorry, Voltron. The series can do no wrong. It, it just true. can't. Everything's fucking great. Everything's great. I love it. Seriously, like there's I have no complaints except I wish there was a, a million episodes. That is true. And even and even though some of the stuff kind of gets lost a little bit, they still kind of like they're like, don't worry. Like there's like one second where Pidge is trying to find her brother 
And like, don't worry, we didn't forget about that. Yeah. We just don't have the fucking time to do it. Yeah. Don't worry, we're going to get there. You know, and it's like, we have a second for Lance to have his insecurities. And, you know, we've got a second for uh, for Keith to learn his fucking lessons and, and, and stuff. Like, it, it's all there. And combined with the amazing animation, the great boys acting, like, I know I'm being all slurpy derpy over Voltron here. Yeah, but, but it deserves it's awesome. it. It's, it deserves it. Yeah, it's so good. So it's not uh, yeah. too late to get on there. If you've not seen any Voltron, I'm jealous. You can go watch two and a half seasons right now. That is true. Do it. Yeah, do it now. Do it. do it. Get to the Netflix. <laughs> I love it. Stop listening to us, idiots. Uh, Get to the Netflix. Uh, speaking, let, let, let's speak. Uh, speaking of idiots, we have another. We have a movie to talk about, which it was very important to us. And I decided to go all out for it. Uh, Of course, we are talking about Stephen King's The Dark Tower. Now, we discussed before that regardless of how the movie does, there is going to be a TV show coming, which we initially said was the way it should have been anyway. So we have this movie theater in Finland. Uh, One of the screens was just voted the best in Europe. It's a huge, huge 4K screen with insane surround sound uh, system. So I was like, fuck it, Dark Tower, this is how we're going to go see it. And I went with my two brothers, and I'm conflicted about the movie. Because a part of Mm. me really enjoyed it. But a part of me kind of didn't as well, because... Like, the, the, let's talk about it. If you haven't seen it, we're going to spoil a little bit of it. Um, for me, the conclusion was, happened too quickly. Like, it seemed like there yeah. just wasn't enough time, which is why we said a TV series would be more suitable for this movie. Yeah, not only that, but, like, it was an hour and a half movie. Yeah. Like, you guys could have stretched it another 40 minutes, and sure. we would and you would have kept people's attention. Like, you could have packed some more shit in there, yeah. guys. <laughs> Which makes me feel like there was some rumored behind the scenes problems with the director clashing with the studios and stuff. Yeah. You had to feel that there was a lot more stuff shot, and then someone went in with the the master edit and said, "Well, yeah, we got to trim that shit because we're going to lose uh, the audience members that don't yeah. know about the books or something." I hope we get like a a, a good Blu-ray with all that additional shit packed into it so we can watch it. Mm-hmm. But the thing is as well that if you read the books, it didn't really matter because the story had elements from the books, but it was still its own standalone movie. Uh, yes. So it was a relic. I felt like they did a good enough job of taking an epic book series and putting it into a movie that people that didn't know anything about the movie or about the the series could understand yes i don't think they made it the most enjoyable movie i I feel like you know and again since i know the books and i actually i took my father-in-law because he's a huge uh dark tower fan too so i don't have that perspective i didn't i didn't take like my wife who's clueless when it comes to basically anything book related yeah (laughs) but um I felt like uh, I was able to follow along easy enough, but I felt like if I had taken someone like my wife, she would have been able to follow along, but still would have been like, well, but what was so great about it? Yeah. I feel like it was it was just okay. I mean, they did so much work to make sure everyone could understand it, that I, but I just don't feel like it was that awesome. Yeah. Like I said, like a part of me, like 
really wanted to enjoy it. Like the the especially the fight scene where he's like busting into the to save the kid, you know, and he's just like gunning tons of people down in different ways. You know, th there could have been so much more of that, but we kind of really didn't get that much of it, and I was kind of sad at that. Yeah, the gunslinger Idris Elba is amazing. Yes, and every scene that he's the gunslinger in is amazing, but. They needed the, the the director, producers, they decided that the audience's way into this movie was through the eyes of Jake. Yeah. Jake doesn't know shit, and Jake learns shit. So yeah. we became, we all sat down, we all became Jake in the audience. We didn't know shit, we had to learn shit. And they spent a lot of time with Jake, and I, I guess they needed to do that for people that didn't know anything about the series, but I felt that was a weakness. Like, I, I much rather would have made this all about the gunslinger and let him find Jake halfway through the movie yeah. or whatever as he's doing his stuff and unfortunately we had to do jake and he finds the gunslinger you know like 20 20 some minutes in there yeah. um so for me it was it was weak because of that because yeah. we had to do that i mean matthew mcconaughey just walks around as the bad guy he's like i'm the fucking bad guy because <laughs> yeah. i'm wearing black and and uh because that's that's how it's described in the book but um you know he does a good enough job of being a dickhead yeah, I thought he but was um but I just, I mean, we've said it too. It's, it just, I mean, it's, I don't think it's even their fault that it was okay. No. It just needs time. to be a TV series. Exactly. It needs time. Like, it needs a lot more, you know, episodic events that happen throughout the thing rather than just, like you said, even an hour and a half movie, it's not enough time. So. Yeah. Can, can you imagine if they took season one of Game of Thrones and squeezed it into an hour and a half movie? It's just not possible. You just can't do it. Couldn't do it. If you just went from the first, the first episode and ended on like Ned Stark getting his head chopped off, just the season one of Game of Thrones, you yeah. couldn't do an hour no, and a half to that. And not. and same with Dark Tower, it's just too big. And they and now we know, now we know, like making a really good effort, you kind of made it work. Yeah. Um, but you know, it just reinforced the fact that we need TV. And and they said they were rumoring it that they did do a season. It would be. Back in the the Wizard and Glass book, yeah. which is uh, Roland as a gunslinger before the world is totally falling apart. Um, hopefully, they still do it, you know, because box office receipts weren't yeah. that great. Um, it done better than yeah. I expected, to be honest. Like it done okay, but yeah, it, it won the weekend, but barely. And yeah, it, there had some had some great moments. Like I said, the raw gunslinger was awesome. You know, too much time on Jake. Yeah. Um, if you're a fan of the book, it kind of jumped around and stuff. Like it introduced the wolves of the Kala from like book four or book five. Yeah. There, that's like the first thing you see. Um, you know, they had to squeeze some things to make it work. Um, but yes, yeah, like, uh, we're just crossing fingers on TV. You know, I like that they they did add those like little hints. Like you see Jack walk into the building and says, you know, like hail to the Crimson King. Uh, yeah. Even things like when uh, Roland comes over into Earth and he's like. Uh, he gets a can of Coke and he's like, sugar, you know, like that little reference to the book was great, you know, mm -hmm. but, you know, as nice as it was them adding those little things didn't really matter because the main story just, there wasn't enough. So that's a shame. Yeah, I would have liked, I mean, again, you finally got this movie. You finally have it. An hour and a half. What the fuck, guys? Uh, yeah. you, I mean. Like, a lot of times we complain that movies are too long. It's like, yeah. oh, my God, two-and-a-half-hour movies for fucking Batman versus Superman and stuff. But this is the one where I was like, oh, an extra half hour yeah. would have been cool the, instead the of rushing perfect, through uh, all this explanation. The perfect example was 
my two brothers that I've seen it with have never read any of the books. Uh, they they mm. can't read. They just like looking at pictures. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's why they like comic books. Um, but, you know, even they said they were like, they felt it could have been a little bit longer. You know, so if people yeah. that don't know the story from the books say that, you know that that was a general issue. So hopefully uh, hopefully the TV series goes ahead and works out better. Yeah, and like you were saying, I would love to see maybe an extended edition of the mm. movie, maybe, if, if they did a good enough job for it. But, um, yeah, they tried. Yeah. I'm glad it finally got onto the big screen. Yeah, I, I love okay. Matthew McConaughey's superpower of just looking at people and saying, <laughs> stop Die. breathing. Yeah, it was so good. <laughs> yes. Although, although a more jaded version of me would say he looked out at the audience and said, stop watching. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Love it. Uh, well, you know what we, we should but, actually transition into? Because we did yeah. mention already. Game of Thrones. Because we've had four mm-hmm. episodes now? Oh, yeah. Three or something? Yes. Um, yeah, four. I'll, I'll be honest. I was starting to get a little angry at Game of Thrones. Um, really? Yeah. And, be- and the reason was, in the third episode, they send the, the dickless guys off to take uh, ca- uh, Castle Castlemere, right? Castlery Rock. Castle- yeah, Castlery Rock. Castlemere, I don't know. Uh, Castlery Rock. And there's nobody there. So nothing happens. Right. And then they're like, oh shit, they went to Highgarden. And then you see Jimmy and his whole army getting ready to fuck him up. And then it skips. Right, the the war, the fight being done, and there was no fighting whatsoever. And I was like, "Holy shit! I hope this entire season's not like this. I hope that we actually get to see fighting because if it does this, oh, we're going to go invade here, and then skips all that, and then just like becomes a drama. Mm-hmm. I'll I'll be really fucking mad. But fortunately, well, uh, yeah, it could save it. Oh yeah, I mean. Yeah, I mean that—that's the classic. We don't have quite enough money to do this scene thing, yeah. but and you know because they really saved the money, so we could watch exactly what it looks like when dragons roast armies. Holy <laughs> shit! And they roasted them. Like there was one point where there was like six, seven guys standing looking at the dragon, going, "We're fucked," and the Drogon roasted them so badly they just turned to dust. Like it was insane. To oh watch. yeah. I mean, this season of, of Game of Thrones, like, I, I watched the clock because the last 10 minutes of every episode, you don't know what the fuck oh, yeah. is going to happen. For sure. Like, the last 10 minutes of the one of the episodes, all of a sudden, Euron Greyjoy attacks and murders Sand Snakes yes. and all this. And it's like, oh, my God, where did this come from? I thought the episode was almost over. Same with this one. 10 minutes left. They're like, uh, do you hear a bunch of horse riders coming? Yeah. And they're dragging? Holy shit. Yeah. I mean... This, I mean, Game of Thrones, man, oh, it's been crazy. I, I, I think the biggest complaint online is the fact that they're like, well, if you look at a map of the place, uh, armies and stuff are getting around way too fast. Like the time displacement is yeah, not quite working. Yeah, that don't is, give a shit. I don't this care. Right. The, the, the major problem yeah. that has been pointed out, which I can agree with, was, uh, spoiler alert if you haven't seen it yet, at the very end, Jimmy's like, uh, I'm Jimmy Lannister, welcome to Jackass. And... Who's like piling in trying to kill Daenerys. But <laughs> instead of getting roasted alive, he gets saved by Braun. But then they start sinking mm-hmm. to the bottom of this what appears to be endless water. 
after just being like yeah knocked off a horse like how did the fuck did that work you know like the beach is or the lake supposed to like gradually get deeper as you go out not fucking drop off like to infinity at the age you know so mm. that's the only one i can agree with <laughs> you know but whatever it was it was battle and now everyone listening to this, we're an episode behind because we're taping this on a Sunday morning. Yeah. You guys listen to this on Tuesday. So by the time you guys listen to this, um, another episode is aired. True. But um, watching, I was so conflicted watching the episode where the dragon was fighting Jamie's army because at this point, I mean, I I mean, everyone loves Bronn. Yeah. He's, he's always been the fucking man. But Jamie has had this, this amazing arc where he was such a dickhead in the first couple seasons. And now he's totally redeemed himself almost. And at that point, you see him about to charge Daenerys and then Tyrion's on the hill. And he's like, don't do it. Don't do it. And I'm like, I'm right with Tyrion. I'm like, oh, Jamie Lannister, I'm not ready for you to die. But Game yeah. of Thrones, anything happens. True. So I was like, oh, shit, doubt, doubt, doubt. And it looked like he was dead. And then Bronn saved yeah. him, maybe. For me, see, we discussed this before, that we thought Jamie would go full circle and become a Kingslayer again by killing his sister. Yeah. But... <laughs> And, like, he would go fully good yep. at that point. But the part where I knew that that was never going to happen is when he fucked her again. <laughs> as soon as he slept with Cersei again, I was like, that's it. He's not turning good. He's probably going to die at some point. So during that episode, no. I thought he was going to die. See, see, I disagree with you because although he got a blowjob from Cersei, <laughs> that was a reluctant blowjob. Um, he was like, I really don't want, well, all right, it feels good. I guess I'll just <laughs> pouty face during it. Yeah. But like, he didn't want that blowjob, but he still took it. And then the next day, when she opened the door to show the paparazzi that he was in bed with her, like, yeah. he was like, oh, shit, man, this is all over the fucking yeah. papers. <laughs> you know, it's like, he does, he's not happy. So I still think he's going to kill Cersei at the end of the season. Maybe. Who knows? He's going to be the Queen Slayer. The, the uh, prophecy said that she would get killed by her younger brother. Jamie's technically a little bit younger than her. True. We all thought it was Tyrion. Jamie's going to kill her. Yeah. The uh, the other thing, like, during that episode was I genuinely feared for the dragon. Like, as soon as they whipped yes. out that big fucking catapult, I thought the dragon was done. I know, because we said, we said, one of the three dragons will die yeah. this season. And I we mean, were, it's just a fact. That's what's yeah. going to happen. But, um, but don't kill the fucking awesome one. Oh, please no. Please <laughs> don't no. kill Drogon yeah, or whatever. Send the smallest one, yeah. the green one or something. Fuck that up. But, yeah, yeah, I was totally in the same boat. I was like, oh, please. Slaughter thousands of uh, of human army soldiers. That's, far, that's fine. Don't hurt the dragon. Yeah. The dragon is almost <laughs> like a, a dog in a movie. Don't True. kill the dog. True. So. I was like that too. It's like, oh, I don't want Bronn to die, but I really don't want yeah. this dragon to die either. So, and, and like when he fired the bolt off and it hit the dragon, I was like, oh, this, it, it's done. Like it's dead, you know. Yeah. But fortunately, it, it pulled through and it only sort of got hit like in the the, the shoulder blade. Um, mm -hmm. So thank thank goodness for that. But I'm definitely interested to see what happens from now on. And we have to hope also that there wasn't poison on the tip of the arrow. Yeah, I, I don't think so. Uh, that seems to be like a Dorn a specialty, so... Yes, but they have replicated Dorn's poison, because mm, Cersei put it on right. her lips, and Jamie gave it to Elena to kill herself with. So, I mean, yeah. they've, they're in the poison business Of now. which, I must say... So, I am scared. Of which, I must say, the Queen of the Roses, or Thorns, whichever, Queen Thorns, she fucking ruined Jamie whenever she was like, oh yeah, by the way, 
Oh yeah. Like, you killed your son. <laughs> you know, and then just yeah. like sinks the drink. Oh, that was great. But oh, well. so yeah. much more to go. Well, so let's transition from amazing television to like the worst movie ever. <laughs> oh, I'm ready for it. <laughs> the the emoji movie. Oh, you didn't see it, Eric? No. no. Oh yeah. No. I got kids, man. I got to take them yeah, to this kind still. of bullshit. The emoji movie. I have to say, in fairness, I can't call it the worst movie of all time or anything because it's like you're going. It's not like I got blindsided. Be like, yeah, what? The emoji movie's it. terrible. Yeah. yeah, obviously this movie's gonna fucking suck. They should honestly get an Oscar for turning what should not have been more than a five minute skit into an hour and a half movie. <laughs> like, how the fuck you turn emojis into a movie? <laughs> I, now, I mean, like, know. like last year, I went and saw the movie Trolls. And I went in thinking, oh my god, they took the fucking troll dolls. How are they going to turn the troll dolls into a movie? I gotta, I gotta be honest. Trolls, the movie, it's really good. Yeah, that's a great Netflix too. Trolls is it's funny and stuff, and they just created this whole fucking world based on the stupid dolls with the butts. Yeah, and it worked. The emoji movie. <laughs> I mean, they're a little more limited. Yeah, um, I give them props. It's kind of like. Um, like the world, like that fucking movie Inside Out or whatever, and then the kid's brain. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like they right. create yeah, a world. Inside the phone and stuff like that, yeah. Right. So this emoji movie is set inside this little kid's smartphone. And so it's creative. And when they're wandering into different apps, yeah. Um, the emojis wander to different apps. And so they're into different worlds and stuff. So, I mean, like, you know, they worked with what they had. That was very creative. The movie sucked. Um, but Patrick, I think it was fucking Patrick Stewart was the shit. Emoji, <laughs> and he did a fucking Star Trek Next Generation yeah. impression real fast. I mean, I mean, it's like it's not like it was totally the worst. Like there are some funny moments here and there, but I mean, having a meh emoji, yeah, and his whole his whole entire movie is he actually likes to smile and doesn't want to be meh. What the um, fuck? It's like that's the whole quest. That, I mean, like, ugh, oh, yeah, man. I'm not saying I can do better, though, guys. Yeah. With emoji people. I'm not saying I can do better. I give you guys credit. You managed to turn a fucking emojis from your phone <laughs> into a movie. Yeah. I mean, not a good one, but how could you? Yeah. That movie sucked. I'm not so surprised. hard. I'm not surprised at all. But a lot of stunt casting in it, and, um, you know, there's some laughs. Uh, again, my kid, who's six, was like, that was awesome. It's so good. That's um, yeah. You know, my other kid fell asleep and I was like, I'm so jealous of you. <laughs> uh, I wish I could fall asleep. Um, so, yeah. Uh, you know, next week we'll have our end of summer movie wrap up. Yeah. So we can talk about all the movies we saw and how they lived up the expectations and, you know, give our top five or whatever. Yeah. Um, emoji movie will not be anywhere near that. Oh, for, for sure. It will not. <laughs> um, but you know, yeah, whatever. Yeah, it's been a it's been it's a fucking, good uh, fucking emojis. Yeah, it's been a good uh, summer of movies. So uh, we might even have to like extend the top five to add a couple of extras in. So we'll see. It'll well, be some, good. Sometimes in the past, I've just done I've just done all of them. It's like if I saw thirteen movies, I just said, "All right, the worst one, number thirteen, is this," and yeah. run all the way down to one. I would just say, and to sum up, my four word review of the emoji movie is: What did you expect? <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. It's an emoji movie. Yeah. You know, that's just 
It was just two hours of me just eating some popcorn and <laughs> sticking it in my eyes. <laughs> oh, my God. Hurry. Okay, so to finish off the episode, we have a very important discussion to have. It's, um, and as we said, it's, it's a difficult one to actually talk about. Um, it's something you shared on Facebook, Eric. Do you want to let the listeners know uh, what it was? Yeah, I, you know, I saw this uh, online. It was funny because recently we've been getting this, um, oh, Star Wars prequels weren't that bad. And we're like, shut the fuck up, young people. <laughs> you don't know what you're talking about. And then someone came out with a different one. They said, oh, yeah? Well, the Hobbit trilogy is way worse than the Star Wars prequels. I said, whoa. Yeah. Ugh, let me think on that. I mean, because the Hobbit trilogy was really bad. Yeah. Like, uh, like I had said to you, like, uh, I had this problem where at first I was like, easy answer, Star Wars. Right. Uh, yeah. But then, like, the more you think about it, the more it actually makes sense. Like, they are both bloody terrible. And it actually is a really difficult decision to, to make about these. Yeah, I mean, you've got Star Wars. I mean, original trilogy, super famous, super awesome. Prequels, super bad. Yes. Lord of the Rings was amazing. Everyone loved it. Then The Hobbit, which comes out before it's a prequel, comes out really bad. Yeah. So, got to do a little bit of a deep dive here. Yeah, we've got to divide it up into uh, comparisons. Yeah. Now, first off, I mean, acting, acting-wise... Now, Ewan McGregor is an amazing Obi-Wan Kenobi. Ewan McGregor, please leave the room because I'm not talking shit about you. <laughs> I'm talking shit about everyone else. Yeah. The Star Wars acting was terrible. And, you know, blame it on George Lucas if you want, you know, because a lot of those actors are good in other things. Terrible dialogue, whatever. Yeah. But, and, and we'll have to say Anakin, the main character in the second and third movies, is fucking terrible. Yeah. Now, the Hobbit movies, again, terrible, but... The actors, pretty good. Yes. Like the guy who plays Bilbo, Martin, whatever, he is great. I got no complaints with Bilbo. Yes. Like he's really good in this. And obviously, fucking Gandalf is good. Um, the voice actor of Smog, Smog, Smog. Um, I mean, I mean, there's some there's some good actors. I mean, yeah. don't get me wrong, they're totally offset by anyone in elf costume. <laughs> yeah, that is true. Anyone in elf costume is fucking terrible because they didn't belong in it. Yeah, that is very true. Um, but I have to say, oh, and obviously you had Gollum in one of them. I got to say, acting wise, The Hobbit gets a plus, and over the Star Wars prequels, which gets a minus. Um, now. As far as CGI, way too much of Both. it in The Hobbit, you yeah. know, because The Lord of the Rings didn't do as much CGI, and it That's was true. we loved it for it. This time, way too much. However, yeah. all of Star Wars was shot on a green screen. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> so, so, but fucking Smaug looked mm -hmm. amazing. That is true. Like, I'm trying to think of something CGI in Star Wars that is comparable to smell. Um, I don't think there is any. Like, like everything you think about, like fucking Jar Jar, the, even the starships, everything they just they always just didn't seem quite right. So and I, and and you know the Hobbit does get a little bit of a, an edge there because they came out later. The technology is better, you could say. Yeah. But I mean, I mean, I saw the fucking trailer for Valerian, and everything there is like all in front of a green screen and just took me out of it. So yeah. I don't know, but 
I still feel like the costumes and even when they do do CGI, I still feel like The Hobbit is better yeah. in that plus, respect. Uh, plus, when you think about it, like Star Wars, uh, The Force Awakens went back to the roots of using a lot more uh, mm-hmm. props and, and costumes and stuff like that rather than CGI. So it was, it was just the fact that it's not that CGI was a problem. It was just CGI done badly is the problem. You know, so it's not like they, they, they couldn't have done it with the physical props and, and costumes and stuff like that. That was yeah. always an option. But, you know, they fucked up. They made a bad choice. Yeah, I mean, I think in the case of The Hobbit, they were pressed for time. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they, they fucked it up. And they were making it up as they went along towards yeah. the end and stuff. I mean, whew, so bad. Yeah. Um, both of these trilogies, you know the end game. Yes. You know where Star Wars is going and you know where the Hobbit's going. Correct. It's going to end with the battle of the armies and stuff. So you know where it's you know where it's heading. Um I'd have to say the biggest plus I can give to Star Wars is they did a better job of getting to the ending, I guess. Whereas the Hobbit um like Star Wars you kind of you you knew where they were going and you weren't too surprised about how they got there. Yeah. Whereas the Hobbit you knew where they were going but you were just like what the fuck yeah. is it with all this stupid elf side quest yeah, the bullshit? Journey, the journey was really fucking dumb. Like the love triangle issues. Oh like, where are we going yeah, with this, I mean, guys? Like, I almost want to take a point away from The Hobbit just because of that stupid fucking yeah. love story. Yeah, so I mean, I got to give a plus to Star Wars in that it's like we, we knew going. Star Wars did get there better, yeah. whereas The Hobbit was just like spinning its wheel. I mean, yeah. uh, you know, it's like, I mean, obviously everyone said The Hobbit trilogy could have been one really long movie, maybe two movies at the most. There was a whole third extra yeah. footage movie that didn't need to happen. Okay. And in Star Wars, even though they're all long and stupid, you could say, well, they managed to fill some shit in better yeah. than The Hobbit did. So there's a plus to Star Wars. I agree. Um, uh, now, here's the thing. Even though we knew where both of them were going, Star Wars was always going to suck because it was going to end badly. This whole, all three movies were going to end with the good guy being shitty and the bad guys winning. And that's one thing yeah. to do for like a one movie. But you, the whole time, you just knew it was going bad yeah. and it was getting sour. And that was just that's just the wrong way to make a movie trilogy you can't do that you yeah. gotta have someone to root in and you can't just sit there and fucking hate on anakin and watch him get shittier and shittier it just turned people off whereas the hobbit it's gonna end on a good note they're going to win yeah you need with with the lurking of evil in the background for the next ones but you know they're gonna win you know you know where the army's going you know smaug yeah. is gonna die you know the armies are gonna be defeated the bad guy armies and stuff so the end goal is much better. Yeah. Star Wars, you're like, all right, let's watch three movies that eventually get shittier and shittier because the person we should be rooting for is a dickhead and everything's going to end sadly. Yeah. It's dumb. It's not it's like... They, uh, should never, they should never have done that. Yeah, it's like, even though, like, The Hobbit transitions into The Lord of the Rings, there's still a conclusion at the end of that trilogy. Like, there's still mm-hmm. an ending in a, in a sense, you know, but there isn't for Star Wars, you know, like it's, yeah, Star Wars is just like, hey, there's some babies. Exactly. Look, we had some babies at the end, so see, it didn't end on a bad note because there's babies. Yeah. No, <laughs> it fucking sucked, dude. Yeah. Like it just it just got down and down and worse and worse. And yeah, like there was some there was some tension. We're like, oh man, I've always wanted to know how it goes down, 
you know, how did the Jedi get wiped out? And then you realize how, what a stupid way it was. And then you're like, oh, it's so disappointing. Um, but, at, you know, at the same time, uh, the Hobbit was so bad at the end. Yeah. Like the fucking fight on the ice. <laughs> and then, and like, oh, and like, and I mean, obviously the worst. I mean, also, if you had to say, take the worst, the worst scene in Star Wars prequels and the worst scene in the Hobbit prequels. The worst scene in Star Wars prequels is what? Anakin talking to Padme about how tortured in love he is. Yeah, that was that was painful. <laughs> and that's usually what people say is usually one of the worst when he's talking about how how he hates sand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we could probably do an hour of like the worst scenes, but that's that's generally regarded as the worst. Yeah. Whereas the, the worst scene, in in my opinion, the Hobbit tree, uh, uh, trilogy is fucking uh, <laughs> Orlando Bloom. Somehow, fucking Mario Brothers slow motion jumping up on yeah. rocks that are in, they're falling in the midair. He's like, ba-ding, 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 so ba-ding, jumping up the fucking rocks in slow motion yeah. to fight the orc guy. And I gotta say, that by far is, it might be one of the worst moments I've ever seen in any movie. Yeah, that was, that, that's, like, that was such bad. That, another example of CGI is not the problem, it's how you use CGI. <laughs> and that was oh, fucking and that was. He was just like, oh, look at all these rocks coming out. I will fucking Mario sproing up them in slow motion. I, I was just like, don't you fucking do it. Yeah. Don't you do it, Orlando. I'll do anything for money. I know, Orlando. Don't. Oh, God, he did it. Oh, so I got to give Star Wars the plus. Their worst moment in the entire prequels was not as bad as The Hobbit's worst moment. I have, uh, well, I have a uh, just part that we can discuss about whether we should award a point to. In Star Wars... We had pod racing. And in The Hobbit, Ooh. we had the river barrel racing. <laughs> oh, oh, you're right. Barrel <laughs> racing for the win. <laughs> like, that's definitely, like, it's like pod racing. Just fuck you. Mm-hmm. Go away. You know, but, like, the barrel ride, like, you've even discussed before on your previous podcast, I think, about how that should become, like, a Disney ride of just, like, barrel racing down a river. Hello. I can't hear you. <laughs> Did back? the call drop yeah. again? Nah, I good, am so good. sad, my friend. Nah, we good. Hello? <laughs> I still can't <laughs> hear you. Is this recording? Yeah. <laughs> I'm watching the, the Skype counter. It says that the call's still going. Yeah, it's still going. Where are you? Oh, are you back? I hear you. Oh, really? We were, are I you back? Like, I was like discussing with you for like three minutes. While you were singing, I was like, yes, but, I'm here. Oh, I'm so I was sorry. Like, it's me. I'm here. <laughs> I, it, it, just, like, it just dropped out. I couldn't hear anything. I couldn't hear you talking. Oh, that's so but, good. but the counter was still going. So yeah. I was just like trying to like let you know that I was there. But everything, sorry. Everything was going so great on this side. And you were just started, like singing to yourself. And <laughs> I was like, so I'm, like, a part of my brain was going, is this song going to get incorporated into like the pod oh. racing or the oh, bar? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. Oh, that that's. Uh, I'm not cutting that out. By the way. Oh, great! <laughs> I watched Star Wars a thousand times. Uh, All right, that was so good. Um, <laughs> yeah. So you're right. Barrel racing for the win over pod racing. Yes. So, uh, all right, so let's do this. Bad guy that's amazing in the movie, but isn't in the movie long enough, Darth Maul versus Smaug. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, I mean, Darth Maul. Or, or, or also also known as the two best characters in the movies. Yeah, that is also true. The um, the thing is, though, like, I'm going to give the point to 
Darth Maul, even though yeah. Smog was great, like Benedict Cumberbatch has that unique voice, so you kind of like know it's him, and you're like, oh, that's Benedict Cumberbatch, you know. But with Darth Maul, you just see Darth Maul as Darth Maul. That's it, you know. Mm-hmm. So I, they both deserve a point, but I would say Maul might win. You know, I will say this: you could you could argue that Bilbo in in The Hobbit is like Obi Wan in Star Wars. They're two of the main characters. They're very well done acting wise. So they cross each other out. Like yeah. those guys are both good. And you could say Anakin, who and turns Thorin. into a dick throughout the movies, is Thorin. You're exactly, right. Yeah. Thorin is fucking brooding and terrible and he, he makes shitty, shitty decisions yeah. over and over again until he's just unwatchable. That is true. So, and then you could say that Count Dooku is Gandalf. like that. Uh, is what? Gandalf. <laughs> No, no. I was gonna like say. A, I was gonna say. I was just gonna say. Count Dooku is um is uh I can't fucking think of his his actual character that Christopher Lee plays in Sa- the Hobbit. Saruman, Saruman, yeah, yeah. yeah so I mean that that kind of cancels each other That's out right true. there. Um, the Emperor was pretty shitty. So does yeah. he become like the White Orc with the hook hand? Quite possibly. Yeah, that's that's a good one. I think Gandalf goes with Yoda, and I got to give Gandalf the win over Yoda. True. Yoda was pretty fucking terrible. Yeah, I, I, can't, I can't listen to him. Uh, um, the elf chick from Lost. Oh, yeah, versus uh, Padme. Padme. I mean... I don't know about that one, because I didn't like Padme, but also the elf right. chick just should not have fucking been there. Right. I think I got to give the win to Padme. I, she I had agree. a couple of moments. I agree, yeah. Um, then you have, all right, CGI battles. You've got the fucking terrible Jedi arena battle and then fighting the bug creatures. And then you've got the five battle of the five armies, which should have been amazing. And instead was pretty much glossed over. And whenever they cut back to it, the dwarf King was just making terrible jokes. Yeah, He was making terrible jokes. And it's like, dude, people being slaughtered here. Yeah, and you are just joking around, and it was like that that famous uh, comedian from your side of the pond. Um, it just didn't really fit. Yeah, he just didn't really fit there. I thought, but um, yeah, it's the thing is though, like the Jedi arena fight was really dumb with the creatures and stuff like that. But just exactly for that reason you said about the jokes and stuff like that, I think I think Star Wars might win just about. Yeah, they had a better tone. Yeah. So, sorry for your joke. So, the Hobbit. I mean, the Hobbit had some more interesting pieces, like the spider battle Mm. was cool. The goblin battle was cool. Um, well, those two parts were cool. At least Star Wars had Uh, uh, Jar Jar leading his army. <laughs> oh yeah, I guess you could compare that with you the, five battle, that with the five battle army because yeah. oh, you probably should, yeah, because there had so many, you know, Anakin's up in the sky, yeah, Pat leading the charge. Oof. Uh, um. Well, I guess you know, like Clerks Two had Clerks Two had tackled this. Clerks Two battled what was better, Star Wars or Lord of the Rings, the good movies. Yeah, and. And they were like Star Wars for the win, obviously, because yeah. it's so much better. I think this just comes down to what you like more. 
That if you true. like Star Wars more than Lord of the Rings, then you hate the prequels more than Hobbit. Probably. And if, if you like if you like the Lord of the Rings more than Star Wars, then you probably hate the Hobbit more than the prequels. I think. Yeah, I can, ag- I so can agree I, with you know, that. I will say that all of them sucked. Um, I try not to watch them anymore. Mm-hmm. But I I felt more let down by Star Wars just because I love Star Wars more. Yes, also agree. And if that. I and if I loved Lord of the Rings as much, I probably would have well, given that, it a that's time. That's the thing, but, though. Like with Lord of the Rings, like we have the books, and there's a few other things that go along with it. But like you and I, we've invested a lot into Star Wars, like all the novels, all the comic books, the cartoons, the video games. Like we've invested so much in Star Wars that, like you said, we should feel more let down by Star Wars than we do Lord of the Rings. Well, and I'll say this. This will be my last point for this. If you ended both both trilogies after the first movie, Phantom Menace, you know, some could say that movie could almost stay on itself. It just yeah. kind of sets up that there's darkness in the thing, but they, you could say it had a beginning and an end. And you, if you just ended there, you had that movie. The Hobbit, start to finish the first movie. It could end, if it ended there, you know, there's still a lot more to come, mm-hmm. but there was a lot of stuff there. If you ended both trilogies at the first movie, I got to give the Wiz of the Hobbit because the first Hobbit movie was actually good. Like, it wasn't fantastic, but the first Hobbit yeah. movie was good. Like, it, it was okay. You know, it was the weird Thorin, Bilbo love fest. Like, they were definitely, <laughs> yeah, definitely romance, not for each yeah. other. It was, you know, so I was a little unexpected, but I would have to say, if I had put The Hobbit against Phantom Menace, The Hobbit was okay. It wasn't great, but it had, had good singing in it. Oh, yeah, <laughs> you know, the fucking sing. Like, I would, I would take The Hobbit over Phantom Menace any day. And yeah. then the next two movies and each one were just so god-awful terrible, we'll I, just throw I them can't, out. Yeah, I can't even decide between those four because they're fucking terrible. But I would say overall, if I if you if you right now watch Phantom Menace or watch The Hobbit, I'd be like, well, Phantom Menace like the last fifteen minutes or the whole movie. Yeah. And if they said the whole movie, I'd, I'd take The Hobbit. Yeah, I, I can I can agree with that. But unfortunately for us, they were trilogies. <laughs> that is a, a major letdown. But that is a that's a really good uh, that's a really good topic. And, uh, yeah, thanks, nerds. Yeah, thanks. It was great. And uh, now that we've actually come to the end of uh, the podcast for this week, unless you have anything else to add. I'm good. Okay. Well, then we can do exactly the same thing. You guys can let us know what you thought uh, was worse, The Hobbit. Because I'm sure there are some points that we did miss throughout both mm-hmm. the movies. So if you think of anything uh, to compare them to, you know, let us know on our Facebook or Twitter, at the Thunderdumps. Um, and you know, help us decide which was worse. They'll probably just say, they'll probably say, stop talking about shitty movies that don't have Nicolas Cage in them. That is very true because <laughs> like we all we lose when we talk about the prequels in The Hobbit. That is true. <laughs> we should just, uh, we should just contact Hollywood and have them reshoot uh, The Hobbit and the prequels and have Nicolas Cage play every single character, and then we're good. Oh, yeah, the fucking legend of uh, Zelda mod. Yeah, that's so good. You ever see yeah. of Time where his face is on every single character? Uh, <laughs> Nick Cage. But, yeah. So good. Or you can, uh, in case you guys didn't know, I'll let you in a little secret before we end this podcast. Go to reddit.com slash r slash one true god. That's right. Do you know this one? Yeah. Just all Nicolas oh, yeah. Cage memes and videos and it is heaven. You guys will fully enjoy it. Ha- slash one true god. Um, 
But yeah, that's it for us this week. And uh, we'll be back next week with uh, who knows what. More Nicolas Cage stuff, probably. And probably talking about how many people the White Walkers killed on Game of Thrones. <laughs> probably sounding numb, because we probably won't see them yet. No, come on. This episode, Tonight's episode is called Eastwatch. They're going to go kill oh, some wildlings. Man. Really? I didn't know the title of it. Sweet. Okay, then yeah. we will discuss how many people died. All of them, yeah. probably. <laughs> From none to all of them is my answer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, thanks for listening, guys. Make sure to hit us up, thunderdumps.com. Check us out on the official iOS podcast section, as well as Stitcher for Android. And we will see you guys next week. Take her easy, and zoop. <laughs>